Welcome back to your Teenage Daydream. I'm Jen. And I'm Jet. And today we're going to be talking about episode 23 in season 2 of The O.C. Oh man. Uh, and this one is called The O.C. But spelled <laughs> S-E-A as in under the sea. Because it's prom time, guys. Classic prom theme. <laughs> oh, it's such a classic prom theme. Like it's so cliche actually. And the, the hilarious thing is I think it was cliche at the time. Oh, for sure. Like, for sure. <laughs> hilarious. But um, anyway, if you remember how we left our last episode, it was Kirsten getting into a rather significant car crash. Yeah, and it fully just like the truck hitting her episode oh, over. Yeah. We don't yeah. know what's happening. And like her car like flips like it's. Ooh, yeah. It's rough. So. <laughs> Um, for once, we don't open in the Cohen kitchen. But we do start in the pool house, which is like we do, yeah. adjacent. That is true. <laughs> that is true. But it looks like it's nighttime still. Yeah. Or like or early morning. Early. Yeah. Unclear. It's dark is the point. <laughs> and so it's just like it comes in the pool house, which <laughs> sidebar. Is the pool house just always unlocked? I guess. Like, I mean, I guess they're in a gated community, but I don't know how I'd feel about sleeping out in a pool house with a butt door locked. Me too, right? Like, I just... Yeah, like, because you're just slightly separate, like... Yeah. The way everyone clearly comes in from, like, random places, like, yeah, I feel like I would... Right? And because there's, like, 17 doors on there. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyway, that aside... (laughs) Seth comes in and, like, wakes Brian up so that he can talk about summer and prom. Wait, because there's, like, like, lots of ground to cover. Well, it's hilarious because he wakes him up and then he's like, well, since we're both up. And Ryan's like, (laughs) why are you like this? Uh, Um, So, yeah, Seth is obsessing over that. And even Ryan's just like, summer wants neither of you guys. Like, Right. Exactly. Prom or no prom. (laughs) yep it's hilarious Uh, but then Ryan also mentions that he thinks Marissa and Trey have been hooking up yeah and Seth is like dude like why why is that where your mind's going for sure and it is like a little like dear Ryan why are you trusting that skanky whore and what she's right. like alluding to versus oh, she's every instinct you've here. ever had. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, this is all happening, and they get a call from Sandy, mm-hmm. who is obviously calling to tell them about Kirsten's car accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get our California theme. <laughs> yeah. So. I know. Oh man. Oh, it's very intense. Well, and then, like, that first scene in the hospital is just, like, because, okay, Kirsten's okay, mm-hmm. but they have to, like, I guess they have to, like, cut her wedding ring off. Yeah. And, like, Sandy makes a joke about, like, it's okay, like, you were due for an upgrade or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and the boys come, but then, like, the police all of a sudden show up. Yeah. And are so, wanting yeah, to talk to like, Sandy. Seth is, like, talking. And I'm like, what? Yeah. So, yeah, they're, like, the boys are, like, talking to Kirsten and that you sort of see like the cop kind of like poke his head in like he doesn't want to draw attention to himself but obviously wants to talk to Sandy yeah 
which is when we find out <sighs> that she blew over the legal limit for driving. Yeah. But of course, because he's like a friend of Sandy's, he's kind of like, right. I can say that I read it wrong. But like, you need to get her help. Yeah. Which yeah. is just like, it's one of those things where like, yeah, you want him to like, you know, let her slide, let Sandy get her help. But sometimes people just need that to happen. I know. You know, like you need to. Yeah. So that then you can like realize the extent of your situation or your problem or like ugh. yep man but yeah <laughs> so then we cut to marissa and summer at school yeah. talking about prom <laughs> of course <laughs> uh and summer doesn't know what she's gonna do about like coming up with a date she's like this is too much and yeah. Marissa's like well I'm probably not going with Brian either so you know and Summer is suspicious she's like what is happening like yeah. you guys seem good what is going on like she knows that Marissa is not telling her something mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry I'm just distracted the podcast is helping and like fully laying on my notes right now oh of um, she is <laughs> But yes, like, they're talking about the underwater theme, and I just remember there was something about, like, how they had to make, like, a paper mache octopus. Yes. And Summer was trying to get Marissa to, like, ask Ryan to help her, at least so that then they, like, even if they don't go to prom, maybe they can, like, do that or something. I'm just like, I want to make a paper mache octopus. (laughs) So hilarious. It's actually a super elaborate uh, decoration for this prom, which we'll get to when we get to prom, but holy crap. Yeah. The dances that these people have are absolutely bananas. I just don't get it. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's wild. But the ow. Sorry. So yeah, Summer's like, well, I'm not going to go to prom because I don't have a date and I don't want to have to choose between Seth and Zach cuz they're driving me both they're both driving me crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Marissa's all like, "Oh no, but you have to go." And she was like, "Well, fine then. I'll figure this out if you figure out Whatever's going on with Brian. Yeah. Oh, Marissa's like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> uh. And then we cut back to the Coens, where Julie has come by with like a basket of something. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like asking about Kirsten, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then. Oh, because Sandy says something about her drinking. And oh, Julie's yeah, kind yeah. of like, oh, well, you know, it's been, you know, it's been like a rough couple weeks or whatever. She's like, or at least I know it has for me. <laughs> Just so good. She's like, because Sandy's like, okay, I'll bite. And she's like, no, 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 no I don't. I didn't come here just to like talk about me. But then she's like, but since we're on the subject. <laughs> yeah. Always about Julie. <laughs> and she pulls out her prenup for him to look at. <laughs> and like, I like that thing has to be rock solid for sure. Oh, yeah. Which is what Sandy ends up saying, right? Like, so it's like, if they're married more than a year, Julie can get $3 million, I think. And if it's less than a year, she gets nothing. And they're at, like, I think it's, like, 11 months and 27 days. Yeah, because they got married, like, the end of, or, like, near the end of, like, the, oh, my God, that was the first, oh, that's, oh, my God, so much, so much stuff has happened. Because, like, that was the wedding, and then, like, Seth sailed away and all that stuff. Oh, my God. How was that only a year ago? A truly wild season wrap-up episode, guys. 
But yeah, Sandy looks at it and he's like, I'm really sorry, but like this is ironclad. Like, yeah. You're not getting out of this. So the only thing you can do <laughs> is try and hold him off of filing for divorce for like a few days. <laughs> oh, man. Which is like, oh, I can't even imagine. Right? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, that was, sorry, podcast. Uh... <laughs> Uh, she kind of fell a little bit and then had to oh, jump and no. it was a whole thing. Baby. <laughs> uh, welcome to our podcasts. Yes. Oh, God. oh, man. But then we end up at school mm-hmm. with... Ugh. Seth and Zach. Oh, and they're, like, trying to apologize, but, like... <laughs> oh, I just can't even, like... <laughs> I know. I know. But then Seth is all like, oh, no, we've grown. So, like, Summer's totally going to forgive us. I'm like, yeah. dude. No. What? <laughs> do, you, do you remember what has happened? <laughs> I know. It's so bad. But then they do come across Summer. And Summer is basically like, listen, I want to go to prom. One of you is going to take me. I am not making this decision. So you guys decide. Yeah, I, I literally don't care which one. Just so one funny. of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's great because she says, uh, I'm not going to let our demented little threesome ruin that for me. <laughs> and like, she's always stuck in some weird threesome with Seth. It's so annoying. No, it really is. It's so ridiculous. But the boys also have to meet Reed for lunch. So, you yes. know, something's... Something's up. Something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, back at the Coens, oh. Sandy is bringing Kirsten coffee. Yeah. And also a brochure for a rehab center. I feel like maybe that's not the best way to go about it. I mean, like, it, I don't know how you go about that, but maybe maybe let her have her coffee first. Well, I feel like it's definitely a conversation, not so much a, like, start with the brochure. The brochure is, like, after the conversation. <laughs> I mean, yes, probably. But then, I mean, she's very, like, no, like, I'm done with drinking. I had this scare, so that's enough for me to, to like, you know, to get me back on track. She's like, I'm done with that. I don't need rehab. I'm going to go pour out all the alcohol yeah. in the house. But if we know anything about people who have addictions. Yep. I feel like there might be a secret stash. Yeah, possibly. Ugh, and then so much of this is just like. Ugh. I know. Because <laughs> then Ryan and Marissa are at school and he's like, what is going on? Yep. What is going on? Why was Trey at your house? And they're both just, like, being so weird and, like, ugh. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's, he, like, straight up accuses her of yeah hooking up with Trey, and she is pissed. Yeah. Which is fair, because given everything that happened, and just, like, I guess. Also, in general. The fact that he still doesn't trust her. Mm-hmm. And also, I mean, like, I know Marissa's done some stupid things, but even the whole Oliver situation, it's not even like she was hooking up with Oliver. She was just his friend. Yeah. So it's not like she ever cheated on Ryan. Yeah. I definitely saw Oliver on a really old episode of Frasier the other day. Oh my God, and he seriously? had super like bleach blonde hair with like the dark brown roots. And I was like, wait, 
all of her. Oh my god. That is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> when we get to Dawson's Creek, he's also in Dawson's Creek. Yes. Oh my god. All <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then she like flat out just says she's like ask Trey. Like I'm not. Yeah. I'm not talking about this. You talk to him. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So then I think we go to, oh, yes, the diner where <laughs> Seth and Zach are meeting with Reed. And, and I love Seth's like, <laughs> Seth's like trying to like lighten it up. Yeah. <laughs> Be all like casual and jokey. Meanwhile, they like desperately need to apologize for the launch where they like literally right. had like a brawl on the floor knocking things over. A full on brawl that destroyed multiple displays in this comic book store. So Zach actually does apologize. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently George Lucas oh my God. is interested in Atomic <laughs> County. I love how they just like went straight for the big guns. Like it wasn't even like anyone minor. They were just like, no, nah, let's go for George Lucas in this. Well, and like it was already one of those things where like these two kids with like their right. little like graphic novel were already getting so much. Like there's no way that that happens. Right. They were already getting like comic book deals blah 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 like working with these things they were launching it all this stuff right that's already stretching the bounds of believability for you then to have george <laughs> lucas on this <laughs> and also i would just like to point out that i feel like even if george lucas was interested in this particular project he himself would not go meet with these two teenagers absolutely not it would be like seven people below george lucas right <laughs> <laughs> Like, whoever his people are, yeah. that's who they'd be meeting with. But anyway, whatever. I get it. They just wanted to have George Lucas on the show. Yeah. Because that's kind of fun. Um, but hilariously, <laughs> Reed basically gives them the same ultimatum that Summer did, which is like, you guys cannot be in the same room together. Yeah. So you are not both going to this meeting. So you decide which one of you is going to go because I'm too pissed off at both of you to make this decision. And I love that it has this parallel of like, Summer yep. and Reed, who were kind of, like, antagonists, are now, like, mm-hmm. the same and just, like, nope, whatever, literally don't care, no more debacles, you oh, pick, this is the time, like. It is hilarious to me. And it ends up, of course, it's exactly at this, like, the same time as prom, of course. Of course. Because when else would it be? Yeah. So, like, literally, one has to go to prom, one has to go meet George Lucas. Yep. <laughs> Then, oh <sighs> yeah he's the worst mm-hmm. sometimes i mean a lot of the time <laughs> every once in a while he has a moment but this is not this is not one of his better ones yeah so he comes by to see kirsten and he's like mad at her right like, and like <sighs> i on the one hand i get it like especially because i know that, you know sometimes the way people show their worry and concern for others is by getting mad at them Mm-hmm. Um, like, dude. But it's like it's like the brochure. Like, have a conversation first, right? Then, like, but then also he's just like, really rude to Sandy as well. Super rude. Because Sandy yeah, fully is brain. like, no, Drunk she can driving. support right now. Yeah. And then Caleb's like, oh, like you're softballing this or something. And you're like, dude. Yeah. Let him handle it. Oh, and then Caleb. And Kirsten Oof. have like an epic fight. Always a blowout. Like, <sighs> it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's really, really bad. Cause 
Kirsten accuses him of being the reason that their mother or her mother had a drinking problem and he like <sighs> blames her for like all the trouble that the kids get into yep. and like says that like you know she's an alcoholic and these things and just mm-hmm. it goes back and forth and just them Until both she tells him that he's going to die alone oh it's real bad and not even like a oh you're gonna die alone like angry no, like oh no like she yells alone. it at him like you can see the veins in her forehead Oof. and it's just like caleb deserves all that and like not oh, that kirsten does. like doesn't need to have that conversation too but like it's just so bad for the it, both it of is. them it's it's really bad Yeah. <laughs> oh. of um, but then we have Ryan, Ryan going yeah. over to Trace. Yeah. Ugh. And of course, no one's answering. Mm-hmm. We have at least answered the question that yes, Trey does have a phone. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, because Ryan leaves a message. I would like to point out though that this phone is not the phone in the next episode. Oh. Because this is like this is like a mobile, this is like a, a cordless phone in a cradle, in this scene, like a black. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, because in the next episode, it's like a classic, like yeah, oh. mm. yeah, right. The 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 phone is important in the next episode. That's all. <laughs> the phone features into the next episode, and I'm telling you right now, not the same phone. <laughs> I might have to go back and double check that, but I'm like 98 certain that this is a different phone. Especially because this one's like a black, yeah, cordless phone. And like, and why would he have? Like why would he have two house phones in his little apartment? Right, makes zero sense. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, Ryan leaves a message and is like, "Dude, call me back." Yeah, <laughs> we have to talk. Oh. <laughs> and we have Summer lying on the grass outside of their school on their ridiculous school campus and just like on a beach blanket living her best life yeah like, what i know <laughs> i mean as you do sure when in california i suppose <laughs> <sighs> so i guess zach and seth are like they both want to take her to prom and they're yeah trying to figure out they're trying to avoid making the decision yes basically she like has this little like quippy little she's like rock paper scissors flip a coin i don't care how you decide just do it yeah like i like it's oh it's so funny because they're just like oh we can't choose it's like nope don't care yeah don't care her sympathy level is zero (laughs) and it's great she's so funny like this i love her i yeah Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna start talking about the next scene. So if you're still talking about it, go ahead. No, 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 you go. Oh, because well, just like this next one, it's Seth and Ryan, and like props to Seth on this one because oh, yeah, Ryan's talking about how he like talked to Marissa and like something's going on. I think something happened, and Seth is like, "How are you not believing Marissa?" Right. Like out of all the crap that Trey's done, or even all the stuff that you and Marissa have been through, like. Yep. Why isn't your default to just believe Marissa? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Seth actually like really pulling himself together in this episode, like yeah. truly. Mm-hmm. Uh, redemption arc for Seth Cohen. <laughs> <sighs> Man. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh, Caleb and Julie. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so this this is also just a weird scene to me because he comes by, he rings the doorbell or knocks on the door. To his house. Of his own house. That he owns. Right. That he's that currently he's kicking, kicking her out of. Out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, it's not a booty call, which like throws back to that one time when he went to her house right. for a booty call. Right. But this is his own. Like, doesn't he have a key? Can't he just walk in as he right? pleases? I know. I'm so confused. Especially because of, like, the way things are between them right now. Like, why is he sem- being semi-polite? Right. <laughs> he just fired her, asked for a divorce, and told her that she has to get out of his house. Yeah. <laughs> but he's come but... to, like, pick up his stupid sleeping pills. Right. Yeah. Which, again, I mean, they have a little conversation in between... Yeah. Like before she goes to get a sleeping pills for him where they're talking about Kirsten and mm-hmm. he's telling her about the fight and like how it was really bad. And she's like, you should just write her a letter with all the things you can't say. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sometimes you surprise me, Juju. And I'm like, Kayla, what is your deal? But anyway, then for some inexplicable reason, <laughs> Julie goes to get his sleeping pills for him because I guess he can't enter his own bathroom and get them himself. Like, Well, I think she kind of like stops him because she's starting to think and have these ideas that makes more sense to me maybe i just wasn't paying close enough <laughs> I, I i think yeah it was kind of more of okay. like no wait i'll go get them because then like she takes too long right because she like gets the pills yeah. and she's like trying to decide you can't tell if she's like screwing around with them or like mm-hmm. doing something with them yeah and she's like and it takes just long enough that he comes and he's like can i like can i get them like what's going on here yeah, he says like i would have found them by now without my glasses on <laughs> yeah so that's why then like she's like oh you know like she comes out and it's just like can we like let's get together tomorrow like yeah. kind of like one last night you know we'll have a little like party she accuses or he accuses her of trying to seduce him out of the divorce yeah <laughs> it's like okay fine uh, sure and then like he leaves and you see her with this like bottle of different colored pills yeah and you're like mm. yeah she's got a hoard of pills yeah oh <sighs> 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 Oh my god so then we have ryan and marissa at school yeah and ryan has taken seth's advice mm-hmm. and apologizes to marissa and says he believes her and wants her to go to prom yeah and she's super stoked she's like really you mean it and then they make yeah. out for a bit and then we get this shot of jess lurking like a creeper behind this pillar <laughs> like watching uh, i know i was like what is happening yeah i don't I get that, like, she's this, like, plot device, but also I'm just like, why? Oh, my God. It's a lot, honestly. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. (sighs) And then, like, Sandy and Kirsten are Mm -hmm. together, and, like, she can't sleep because she keeps thinking about Caleb, like, the fight that she had with Caleb, and just, like... (sighs) Man. Yep, and Sandy's all like, it's fine, he'll be back, he'll forgive you eventually. Mm-hmm. And uh, then suggest like... they, like, lay low tonight and watch a movie or something. Yeah, like, just get the two of them back on solid ground so, yeah. like, they could be the Coens again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ugh. And stupid Jess comes bugging Ryan again. Every single note I have when Jess shows up, I have in all caps because I'm just so annoyed by her presence <laughs> it's always just like oh jess 
so she continues to lurk just now she's lurking by ryan's locker mm-hmm. and she's like i'm looking for a date for prom and you're like ew go away no he's like no like has if <laughs> right uh but then of course she's just trying to stir the pot and like mm-hmm. once again suggesting that marissa and trey have hooked up mm-hmm. and then tells him that trey has taken off to chino yeah, which of course like makes it be like, oh, why would he do that? Ooh, right. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> then Seth and Zach, Zach literally flip a coin. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so this is what's funny. I forgot earlier. Um, after they talk to Summer, they're about to flip a coin, but then they're both like, actually, maybe we should wait until right before so that neither of us can try and worm our way out of whatever the decision is. <laughs> Yeah, so they both, like, get ready. They have their tuxes ready just in case. Decide, like, trying to figure out where they're going to go. And, like, literally, okay, flip the coin. It's, like, you know, 45 minutes before both events or whatever. Yeah, they have clothes ready for either obligation. Uh-huh. And they flip the coin. Yep. And they both kind of go, like, okay. But, like, we don't know yeah. what's what. We don't what, know what it of was. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Back at the nickel mansion, <laughs> Julie's mixing up some marks. Yeah. And spiking them with uh, Caleb's sleeping pills. <laughs> She's just like, they're like those little, like, plasticky capsules that you can open up. Yeah. And she's just like opening them and dumping them into the <laughs> margarita mix. But also, she's wearing, like, a bathing Nothing. suit and, like, little. A little flower in her hair and like yeah. like a little sarong. <laughs> yeah, because they're like up by the pool and having one last like oh whatever, and you're just like really is this how is this? Plus, you're also yeah. trying to maybe kill him, <laughs> right? So she like tells him that she made it the way he likes it and like pours it out for him and is like here, <laughs> and he's like actually I'm gonna start with scotch and she's like damn it. <laughs> <sighs> Too funny and you know ryan's headed to chino yeah obviously to the one bar the that of bar. course trey yeah. would be at yeah <laughs> and then trey because <sighs> of course like ryan's like you know like tell me about marissa and he's like oh like we were right. just drunk and like came on to her but then like trey just like and blames then, like, marissa for marissa of not being everything. able to hold her right yeah and like, oh, I like swear, she like, I wouldn't lie. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Man. And like, even with all of that, like, why does Ryan believe Trey? Right. Because he totally calls Marissa and says that he's not going to go to prom. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, he's not feeling well, so we can't make it to prom. Dude, lame excuse. Come up with something else. Also, don't believe your stupid brother. I mean, that too. But luckily for Ryan and Marissa, or at least, you know, for a hot yeah. minute, luckily for them. <laughs> yeah. Teresa shows up. She's huh. visiting her mom for the weekend. Or, like, supposedly visiting her mom, because she's supposed right. to be living in Atlanta. Right. Because that was the whole thing after mm-hmm. the beginning of the season, when Ryan decided to go back to the OC, because Teresa supposedly had a miscarriage. Yep. And was going to move to Atlanta and whatever. <sighs> mm-hmm. 
And it was this whole thing. Apparently like, he's written her letters. Yeah. She needed a break. Like, they haven't talked. Yeah. And then this is when, oh, this is good, because he's, like, mm-hmm. explaining everything with Marissa and Trey. Yeah. And Trey's just like, why aren't you believing Marissa? Like, are, yeah. are you kidding me right now? Of you the need two to people trust in her. this scenario. Like, she would never do that. Marissa. Right. Yeah. Well, Which, like, it, she's right. Because she even says, she's like, she let you go for me. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, there's no way. Like, Marissa cares yeah, like she enough. Do this to you. Yeah. She would never do that. Yeah. Then Teresa gets all sketchy. Right? Won't let Ryan, Ryan in to, the like, front door. Say hi to her mom and, yeah. like, help her in with the groceries. And she's like, no, 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 no. Mm hmm. That's fine. It's okay. Oh, and why? Bye. Tell, tell us why. Tell us why. <laughs> oh, right. Because uh, she's got a baby in there. She has a baby. And her mom's like, he looks just like his daddy. And you're like, yep. Okay, so is that Eddie? Is that Ryan? Whose baby is this? What's going on? Because as far as we knew up until now, there was no baby. Even though yep. we knew there was a baby. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, that's a thread that will follow at a later date, presumably. Yeah, at some point. Hopefully that comes back. <laughs> Doesn't come back in the next episode. <laughs> so, to be fair, a lot happens in the next episode, so. It's fine. Gotta have some threads dangling for season three, you know? Yeah. Um, oh, so then we have Summer waiting for someone to pick her up from prom and a limo comes up and out steps. Zach. Zach. And, and she can... looks clearly disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's very obvious. Yeah. Yeah. Even though she's like, oh, I'm glad it's you. <laughs> like, your face is telling a different story. <laughs> <laughs> And she's, like, at prom, like, talking to Marissa. And, of course, that's all about, like, oh, like, how come Ryan's not here? Blah, blah, blah. Ugh. Yep. Man. But then we get Seth. I love love Summer, though. (laughs) She says, he better be really sick, like, dead. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just love how she's just going to go to bat for her friends every time. It's amazing. Always. Mm. (sighs) But then Seth is talking to George Lucas. <laughs> Straight up can't believe they just got him for this episode. Yeah, like, I've been trying to figure, like, think of, like, what was happening then, or, like... Right? Did he have something with Fox, or, like, Josh Schwartz, or, like, how, like, what... What is the Unclear. connection there? But I don't know. <laughs> uh, but then, like... <laughs> Because, of course, Seth is Seth and, like, always ridiculous. Yep. He, like, starts talking about prom. Tangents. And, like, about how it's, like, a seminal moment. And then, like, George Lucas gets on about, like, the tradition of it. And, like, how he didn't go to prom. Because oh wasn't he making, like, American Graffiti or, like, something at that time? And just, like, what? Honestly, it was such a weird moment in this episode for me that I just, like, it was so bizarre. <laughs> it's just the whole prom spiel is so over the top yeah like, i'm like whoa dude it's first of all it's prom so like everybody calm down please mm, yeah. like it's a great american tradition is it <laughs> is it <laughs> but then also these kids have another year of school this is just junior this prom, is junior as far prom. As, as 
her as far as I know. No, yeah, the 100%. Like, they definitely say it's junior prom. Great. It's junior prom. <laughs> like, y'all are going to have another one. <laughs> like a real prom at the end. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, I think it's bizarre that they have two proms in the first place. I know. I don't get of any of that. And there's homecoming. The there's so many dances. Of, I don't get it. Like, I understand the dances. Because I also went to a lot of dance. There were a lot of dances at my high school. But we yeah. only had one prom. Yeah, I know. I, I don't get it. It's weird. It's super weird. Anyway, this was it was just a lot for me to watch this. I was like, who wrote this? <laughs> Americans. Also, I just like can't believe George Lucas managed to say it all with a straight face. But whatever. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> we cut back to the prom. The junior prom. Well, because Zach and Summer are dancing. Yeah, and like Reed starts texting Zach, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because Seth is not sticking to the talking points. And she's like, George Lucas is checked out. Like, uh. <laughs> Which is funny because I'm like, actually, it sounded like George Lucas was having a real fun time delivering that speech about prom. Yeah. So. <laughs> Just not like talking about anything related to. Right. Yeah. The comic. <sighs> but anyway, then Zach and Summer have like a real conversation. Yeah. Because he's like, he apologizes for looking at the messages and he's like, no, 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 I want to be here. And she's like, you shouldn't have to talk yourself into that. You know, like, I know you want to be at this meeting. And he's like, well, I know you didn't really want to be here with me either. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, okay. And she's like, you just, just go, go to the meeting. Like, this is your dream. She says, go save Cohen from himself. <laughs> <sighs> so he does. Yeah. yeah. So Zach shows up. Seth sees him, excuses himself, and they go outside and, like, realize that they should actually be in the opposite places. Seth should really be at prom with Summer. Zach should really be in that meeting. Yeah. And they're both, like, you know, so he, like, takes his suit jacket and it's just, like, yeah. It is like a really good they both realize like what they truly want and like all the yeah. like back and forth stuff like goes away and just mm -hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> And then we get <sighs> Yeah. Kirsten and Sandy. Sandy's getting ready for a movie night. Mm -hmm. Kirsten's like, Oh, I think I'm actually gonna have a bath. But then, like, you hear the doorbell ring because food has arrived. And Kirsten's like, oh, okay, no, that's fine. I can wait. <laughs> and Sandy goes and answers the door, but he forgot his wallet. So he goes into Kirsten's purse to grab mm -hmm. some cash. Because it's sitting there at the front door. Yep. And he finds a Mickey vodka. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> to which I made the note, is this Marissa's bag? <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Poor Marissa. I'm sorry. Alcoholism's not actually funny. Um, but yeah. So he has clearly found her secret stash and he's like, oh, okay. This is after she has supposedly dumped out all the alcohol in the house. Mm -hmm. But also like, Kirsten, that's not a great hiding place for your secret stash. No. Like, not even at all. Not, not even a little bit. It's so annoying. Like, their house is massive. Seriously? I know. Oh, I know. Not that I want her to hide it better, but like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Um, then we cut back to Julie and Caleb chilling in the well. Julie's in the pool. Caleb's just sitting on the edge of the pool with his feet in. <laughs> and she's all like, "Are you ready for that, Mark?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he starts like going on about, "Oh, we should have enjoyed this pool more, and like we should have enjoyed each other more. Like I really did love you." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she has a change of heart. It's like, "No, no, no! Don't drink that. I forgot to put lime in it." <laughs> She's like, actually, I don't want to poison you anymore. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, we're we're all good now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we go back to prom. Yeah. With <laughs> Summer and Marissa are alone, yeah. and they're like about to leave, but of course they're like gonna announce prom king and prom, queen. Yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny because then Summer wins and she's like, oh my god, get me out of here right now. <laughs> and then Zach wins prom king and she's like, oh god, I really need to leave. <laughs> but like they spotlight her and she's like, great. <laughs> I'm stuck here. <laughs> oh, and she's just up on stage while they're like trying to find Zach. And they cut up to a shot of Marissa who looks just like so sad for her. <laughs> so sad. And I'm like, aww. <laughs> But then Seth busts in. Yeah. This is so good. Because <laughs> he's up there and you just hear, like, other students shouting. <laughs> one of them's like, that's not Zach Stevens. <laughs> and then another one's like, Seth Cohen's a tool. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, but it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> and he like gives like a big Seth speech and they're just yeah. like perfect and together <laughs> yeah and Marissa looks ugh, like devastated yeah so she she leaves goes outside which sidebar this is when you can also see that they have these like giant plush turtles hanging from the ceiling <laughs> And all I could think was that I really want one. <laughs> I'm trying to think, like, I mean, obviously, we all know that I grew up in Footloose, but we did have a prom, even though it literally was outside town limits, the whole thing. <laughs> but I can't, I can't see any decorations. Like, I can see the hall that it was in, and, like, the tables and the stuff, and, like, where things were. I I can't remember, like, a streamer or a ribbon or a sign. <laughs> I don't remember things at mine either. I feel like there were centerpieces on the tables. Hmm. I mean, maybe. But that's all I remember. <laughs> maybe there was like a, like a photo spot as well. Oh, like okay. a backdrop. Yeah, we definitely yeah, did not that have that. As well. <laughs> yeah, it's very elaborate, this prom. <laughs> Always. <laughs> But of course Ryan shows up. Yeah. Ryan's Marissa outside by herself. And it's like, mm, sorry, Miss Prom. She's like, that's fine. <laughs> no, it's actually, it's a very cute little moment. Yeah. Um, oh, and then. 
Caleb's sitting by the pool. Mm-hmm. Julie's inside remaking his drink. And he, like, grabs his chest. So he's clearly having another heart attack. Mm-hmm. Which, I was like, dude, clear the water. Like, get away from the pool, please. Oh, my God. But anyway, as one would anticipate, he falls in the pool. Yep. And Julie comes out with his drink and sees and, like, drops it and dives in to pull him out. Oh, as he's, like, sinking in the pool. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yep. Uh, and then we cut to Sandy sitting by himself in the kitchen. Kirsten comes in and he's like, found your stash. Oh. And they sort of have it out. Except the phone rings. And Sandy picks it up yeah. and finds out that Caleb has died. Mm-hmm. And you get this, like, Kirsten just, like, looks at him and, like, grabs the bottle and walks yep. away. Yep. Which, like, I can't even blame her at this moment. No. Oof. And yeah. that's how it ends. That's how it ends. It's rough. It's rough. It's rough. It is rough. And the next episode is, like, rough times times. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe times a hundred. Uh. Oof. Yeah. Oh, man. Wild. Right? Yeah. So we know that all of this, everything in this is going to come to a head in the next episode. Kirsten's Mm -hmm. drinking. Obviously, Caleb's funeral. Everything going on with Marissa and Trey. Something with Jess, probably, because she's the worst. (laughs) Speaking of which... Who was your most annoying, and why was it Jess? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually have one written down, but, like, I fully agree. Like, <laughs> the few times that she was seen in this episode were just there to, like, stir up shit, and it was so annoying. <laughs> She's honestly awful. I hate her so much. Ugh. Literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's just, like, zero things sympathetic about her. Yeah. Like, Nothing. Like even even Caleb, as awful as Caleb is, has yeah. sympathetic moments. Jess has zero sympathetic moments. She's Absolutely. just consistently just... awful. Yep. So yes. Hate it, hate it, hate it. She wins that one. Um, did you have a most cowy moment? There was like twelve thousand pans over Orange County right? in this episode. Because it was so literally... many, like the marina. Yeah, and it's just, like, constantly, like, sweeping back and forth. Because, like, there was talking about, like, there's one where Ryan and Mercer were talking, and then it cuts to, like, the diner. But then it's, like, pan over the marina, pan over yep. this, pan over that. Like, that's literally all I had written down. It was just so many California pans. Right? <laughs> True. <laughs> oh. uh, Do you have a favorite Sethism? <laughs> I... I really enjoyed the moment where this is like a less of a Sethism, but I just liked this line. Yeah. When he's talking to Ryan, um, I can't remember which time. 
But he says, you should really learn from the error of my ways. Please, somebody really should. <laughs> and I just enjoyed that because I feel like we've had a lot of moments in this past season where we're like, Seth, you're making the same mistakes over yeah. and over and over again. And you can't break out of them. And at least in this moment, he acknowledges that he's actually just caught in a loop of making the same mistakes over and over again. Like mm -hmm. he's not learning from the error of his ways, but maybe yeah. now he has. So that's what I had for that one. Oh, you um, <laughs> right at the beginning like one of the in the very first scene there <laughs> when Ryan's just like you know I saw Trey at Marissa's and he, he was like maybe he went over there to borrow something like a book or one of her newsboy caps do you remember when that was such a look I had more than one newsboy cap I need to point out I had none <laughs> but i mean i guess like i was that like chunk older mm. we're like yeah like i was firmly in high school when this was happening yeah and i like so like the first season of the oc was right after i graduated university so this was like okay two years out of university yeah so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was such a look <laughs> such a look such a look so funny and I feel like we have to agree on the song of the episode because it happens while Ryan and Mercer are dancing, uh -huh. while Caleb's having his heart attack, mm -hmm. while Sandy and Kirsten are talking about how he found mm -hmm. her stash, and that then he gets the phone call saying that Caleb died yeah. and Kirsten walks away with the bottle. It's definitely it. Also because Coldplay was such a moment. <laughs> also, it was the most 2005 oh Coldplay moment playing fix you oh my yeah. god like just yeah why are you just stabbing the heart why, why are you just like straighten the heart guys like oh, oh my boy. god yeah pick one of the saddest songs ever sure okay yeah when it would have been at like it's definitely like climax of popularity mm -hmm. oh absolutely <laughs> like for sure like coldplay was at its peak at this moment yeah oh man for sure this was like pre-gwyneth everything right <laughs> i know wild <laughs> Um, I didn't really actually notice much, like, none of the other music even really stood out to me that much. There were definitely a few times where there was some sort of song that caught my eye, but I literally just wrote down song and then never looked it up because once it got to Coldplay, I was like, oh. Right. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is it. Well, there's, like, a song by the Perishers. There's something by Wilco. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is the one that takes the episode for sure, like. Oh, iconic. Man. But not man, as iconic man. as our next episode song. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, I feel like this kind of goes without saying, but the new faces we had in this was George Lucas, apparently. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody else knew, but I feel like, you know, that's, that's noteworthy. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and that's it for episode 23 the penultimate episode of the season yeah oh, wild yeah man and our next one is the season finale and it's like a big one oh my god i honestly it's super intense guys <laughs> it is called the dearly beloved which for obvious reasons man yeah but whew buckle in kids it's it's intense 
Yeah. But yeah, so we will... Oh, man. We're going to find out everything that happens. Mm-hmm. We're going to have one of the most iconic song to TV moments. I'm really excited to talk about in, this. In, like, the history of anything ever. Of literally anything ever. <sighs> yeah. Get ready for it. We're... Oh, this season isn't just wild. Oof. Uh, but we'll be back next week uh, with the dearly beloved bye